1: Welcome back to Officially Unofficial, presented by Blue Wire Podcast. I'm your host, the former face of junior college baseball, the fall American Johnny Junta. And we are joined with an OG. When you think of this podcast, you think of the Mount Rushmore. This is the third guy to ever take a chance on me and come on the podcast. He is the Juco bandit himself. He's my guy. He's the most electric man on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Eric Sim, how are we, brother?
2: Let's fucking go, baby! What a fucking intro that was! Like, your intros getting better, man! Holy shit, it's only getting better and better since the good old days, huh? But I mean, uh, yeah, man, things are going good. Living the fucking dream, you know. I'm a full-time content creator, a little bit different uh, than than what, what, what when we talked. Uh, I was a bar manager. I was uh, I was uh, I was working as a bar manager, and now I got a totally different job, and then I'm just riding with it
1: and see how far I can make it. Yeah, man. So what happened to the bar? So like, is it just not like you sold it, it's done zone now? <laughs> yeah, so like we don't, we don't run that anymore. I was
2: over to a different owner and then we decided to move on which was a good time for me as well. And then, uh, yeah, man, I fucked up. I'm like, I'm fucking out, uh, peace out. And I'm moving uh, with my wife over down, down in Arizona. And then uh, that's where I'm at right now.
1: Yeah, dude, you're living my dream. Like I want to be the fuck. <laughs> I want to be the fuck out of Canada right now. Yeah, uh, so. it's just an absolute nightmare with this COVID bullshit that the, that's going on. I just I can't do anything. Can't even go to go to the restaurant. But we're not gonna get political. It's fine. Just whatever these people's views are. But uh, you're with momentum now. Right. How did yeah. that start? Obviously with the content you do on Twitter and all that stuff, I'm assuming that, that, that you caught their attention. But let's go back to the start here because when you, we were both, I mean, when we started this out, when we had you on episode three, you were grinding in that concrete jungle that you worked right. Out in. right and right. now you're working out with fucking Trevor Bauer. So how did this start?
2: Um, so, yeah, I was basically building my own brand, uh, just making videos and shit like that, just my, me training. And then uh, that shit started uh, popping off, and then that's how I basically built my brand was me doing the 95 or die journey and shit like that, um, just 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 doing crazy ass shit, lifting concrete weights. You remember the fucking uh, good old uh, prison prison style gym, yeah, uh, yeah. just doing whatever it takes to get bigger and better. And then uh, I did that, and then I was gaining some uh, traction on online. And then my following kept getting bigger and bigger, and then and, and and so yeah, um, the guys at Momentum, um, they noticed it, and then uh, they offered me a full-time job, and now I'm um I'm a full-time content creator for Momentum, and so I make content for their channel, my channel, um, and we kind of work together. They 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 re- uh, provide resources for me, uh, just like uh, my guy Kevin, um, uh, my videographer, editor, uh, have him out here as well, and then yeah, man, just uh just trying to uh try to destroy destroy the the base content game you know what i'm saying and then there's for me like there's a lot of opening there for me i thought just because there's not a whole lot of people that can do what i do uh not not even just coming to when it comes to like training it's more of like personality and what i've been through and stuff like that i'm different i'm different than a lot of people and which is great and that makes me different and then i can do something with that
1: yeah no for sure and not many guys can just like give up on the game of baseball and continue to throw like 94 95 that's what makes you different that's Somebody call me the greatest talent evaluator of all time, because when, when I met you, I mean, you were popular, but you weren't as popular as you were now. Right. And now look at you. It's like watching my fucking child grow up and into <laughs> a legit superstar. It's crazy to me, man. Like looking back on it, it's like, man, this guy was running a bar and we had him on like he was just I, I believe you were in where like New Brunswick, Nova Scotia or that area. I was in, right? I, was in uh, I was in Duncan. I was in small town Duncan in uh, British Columbia,
2: um, some piece of shit. This is very small town. I would say piece of shit because I still enjoy my time there, you know, but I was there for four and a half years, very small town. There's no baseball there. I was training at this fucking piece of shit facility and stuff like it was as cold as fuck miserable. Yeah. But yeah. Now again, I work out at a, at a beautiful gym. Um, I got everything I needed and it's amazing. Yeah.
1: And so obviously with the popularity, has it turned into or do you still kind of catch yourself being like holy shit like are people noticing you like how many like do people ask you for pictures every single day is it to that point or is it like every once in a while people will notice you out in public and ask you for shit
2: it's social media is crazy Uh, especially now i think that's just because so many people are on it like no one watches tv anymore you know everyone's gets on their phone and searches YouTube. What's the first video you watch? It's either a TikTok or YouTube, I guarantee it, you know, like, or IG or whatever, you know, like, so social media presence is, is huge. And the content game is huge. And for me, because I I built my brand doing content, right? And not just through, you know, doing like giveaways or whatever, it's, it's through content. I connected with people through content. So now, dude, I don't want to be... I'm going to sound like an asshole, but I get noticed every single day. Wherever I go, um, I get asked to sign autographs way more so than when I play Pro Bowl. Not even, it's not even actually not even close. You know, it's, it's incredible. I went to a fucking uh, local um, uh, a car wash, and then uh, um, I was rolling in the dude, like the kid that was like at the, at the front, like running it or whatever. He's like, are you king of juco <laughs> It's just like crazy, man. <laughs> i went to, uh, I mean, me and my wife will go to, um, I don't know, some restaurants. I'll get noticed. Um, I I do get noticed a lot. And again, I get it. I'm, I'm a pretty big fucking Asian. You know, so it's kind yeah. of hard to miss, miss me as well. But just because of my brand, King of Juco and, and all that, my merch and stuff like that, usually I'm rocking my merch, of course. And then, yeah, a lot of people are recognizing. I'm I'm very thankful for it. I'm, it's a pretty incredible feeling. But at the same time, nothing changes for me. I'm going to keep doing me, uh, whether um, more people like me or not. I, I just don't care.
1: Yeah, fuck those people, plain and simple. <laughs> but, and, and when we're talking about King of Juco, because I don't think there's a lot of fucking phonies out there if we're talking like you're the first in command for Juco on Twitter, I have to be number two. I've been (laughs) grinding this Juco shtick since I I went to school in fucking Nebraska. So if if, I just want you to be the gatekeeper for me, the little guy that's grinding to grow, this podcast (laughs) is growing exponentially, but I want to be you to be the fucking gatekeeper when you see a phony because you're gonna keep it hundred. I do the same shit for you. If there is some phonies out there trying to take my stick, I'm the former face. I'm a fall American. That's just what we do. You got to be the gatekeeper. That's hey, what I'm man, saying. Got, I'm five foot I got, nine. I got, I got, I
2: got my guy. I got my guy. I got my, my, my guys back. You know, it's
1: exactly, and it's like it's like. For instance, I posted that picture of the Godfather. For instance, you're Vito Corleone, you're the you're the Godfather, and I'm fucking Michael, I'm Al Pacino. <laughs> when you're gone, whenever that happens, forty years down the road, I kiss your you're ring on the over. fucking next man over. in charge. I'm I'll the next man that. in charge, and, and and I want to go into this because you mentioned your wife sees you getting noticed and all that kind of stuff. What's her reaction with this shit? Is she like, what the fuck are you like? what in is the, in going the beginning on? in the
2: beginning yeah like so i remember like even like we went for like a stroll like just like walking and then just like jabronis literally kids on a bike riding by the bike same king of juke, like it's just she's like what the fuck is that but now like we're used to it um so she's just like laughs about it and then you know whatever it's, it's not a big deal and then she she understands not understand like what i do and then of course like i'm i I, I showcase myself to a lot of people, you know, and then she gets it and she's very understanding. And yeah, it, it's good.
1: Like, does she is she to the point where it's like she's like, Man, this is not like a stick anymore? Like, this is your legit job. How's she like oh, yeah, uh, said that she, to you she, and be like, knows, what? The uh, fuck? She knows I
2: do this for like a full time, and then she knows like this is something. And I actually enjoy she she knows it because when I was running the bar, I was making money, uh, but I wasn't that happy, you know. But she she sees me every day happy, trying to like do something like I'm like, try to be creative and something different. And it motivates me, you know, like I show up to work every single day, like want to work, you know, but before bar managing, I wasn't like that at all. I was like, fuck, I gotta go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's a difference, huge difference uh, for me mentally. And then right now, I mean, I'm, I'm in a very uh, good stage of my life.
1: Yeah, no, you're grinding, man. I, like I said, I mean, I'm I'm taking the slower route. I'm grinding out here. And funny story, I actually turned down a job that like would cut into this and like because where Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be able to interview these big leaguers because most of them can do it like middle of the day this job was like 11 a.m to 8 p.m monday to saturday no fucking chance you're fucking (laughs) catching me do that shit i'll be miserable (laughs) so yeah and for people everyone tweet hashtag thank you johnny because that's what i'm saying you you take you risk money on the line for shit you love and i'm just grinding here with this podcast i mean you've seen the guest list humble brag just big leaguers on big leaguers and these top prospects so you gonna do man i mean even like 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 you said i mean you
2: you're doing and you're putting the work and that's why it shows right that's why you're not getting scrubs you're getting some pretty big fucking names on on this pocket like you just recently had andrew young andy young that's my boy you know like he's fucking he's a big leaguer you know so it's, it's pretty cool that you get to do this and then you're making a name for yourself you know
1: and you've actually and one thing one guy that's a massive johnny june's official official guy that you've been working with is my guy sam huff and you want to talk sam about guys that drop mention my name to him i'm telling you right now i text him all the time but you want to talk guys that drop dick i mean this guy's hitting 500 foot home run like yeah, this guy's I- not I- fucking around
2: yeah, no, this guy's a beast. Uh, he's actually at our facility training and stuff like that a lot of times. And when I watch him, I'm like he's a fucking freak, you know. Like <laughs> so, actually, we're gonna we're gonna uh, start doing some catching stuff and then then hitting stuff uh, pretty soon here as well. So stay tuned for that
1: yeah no dude and, and people for the people uh, like that aren't too familiar with sam hoff he had a cup of coffee in the big leagues they called him up he never played above i believe double a AA or triple a and mm-hmm. the guy hit 360 this was during the covid year he had right. 360 and i don't know what happened last year he was in double a i don't know if they're fucking around with him or just trying to get him to develop but he was in double a last year but is he one of those guys you see at the facility when the ball goes off their bat? they're like this guy is just different because he was a, he was the futures league mvp futures game yeah. mvp
2: and then and, and- that kind of shit don't buy. And, and again, I get to be surrounded by a lot of pro guys, of course, luckily. And then, um, and, and, and yeah, just uh, some guys you look at, you're like, you're fucking just built different. You know, like I just recently hit with Joe Adele, a uh, huge prospect with the, uh, with the angels he yes. just and stuff like that. I hit with him, I'm like, stupid, you know, like, and I got, I got pop, you know, I've never had someone be like, you got no juice because I got pop. Like I, I can swing hard and I'm strong. I can rotate fast, but some like I hit with Joe and I'm like, Yeah, just like, it's just stupid. It's just ridiculous. Like, I've never seen a ball. Like, it's just not fair, you know? Like, I hit with them. I hit tanks, but this motherfucker makes baseballs look like ping pong balls. You know, it's just
1: crazy. He's so good. Sam Huff is one of them.
2: Sam Huff is one
1: of them guys that makes just things, like, look super easy yeah no i mean dude like i said man we have so many mutual friends you probably don't even know about because there's one guy that you train with that he's been on the show he's a big guy fan of the show as well as zach hess i mean this guy what's this guy saying now he's i mean the guy's fucking stand-up comedian now like what's going on with that like how's that relationship because obviously he's with uh rachel luba's agency so you guys are close and all that kind of stuff what's your relationship like with my guy hesser
2: yeah, no, he's uh he's at our facility right now as well, uh training. Uh he's un- unbelievable, dude. Fucking hilarious. Uh, we've been to a couple of his shows as as a as a team, and also I went there uh once with just a couple of my buddies or whatever. He's fucking uh, who does that? Not I've I've never seen a baseball player does stand-up comedy. It's just incredible. And that's the thing with like uh, every baseball player has their own story, their own hobbies or whatever. But he like Zach is actually really fucking good at at stand-up comedy. He's fucking hilarious. So I think he wants to do it. Like, more like serious, you know. But of course, his number one job is baseball, being a professional baseball. But, um, but yeah, man, he's he, he can fucking kill this shit, you know. Like, so, uh, again,
1: Hess is amazing, hilarious dude. Uh, can't say anything, um, nothing but good stuff about him. And talking about your progress here, I mean, and I think a- a- Andrew Young brought it up and he actually chirped you on the podcast. He said that. He said that your fastball has life to it, but your off speed is just dog water. He said Honestly, it's dog shit. That,
2: that is, I would say the same thing. <laughs> that's how, bad, <laughs> that's how bad, my, bad my shit is, man. And that and I, and I, it makes sense because I only pitched for like a year before getting canned or whatever. You know, I pitched for like a year and a half. You know, like so. I don't. i never throwing a fucking off speed, but my, my heater, I'll throw that shit hard and. It'll, it actually moves. It has a really good uh, two C movement when I throw it hard. You know, like so. I'm trying to uh, trying to get back to the throwing harder, but we'll see. But I mean, dude, Andy Young's fucking. He's amazing. He's a, he's also a fucking great hitter. He hit a tank off of me last offseason, so I'm gonna try to stay, strike his ass out this offseason. But I'm not sure if he's gonna come out of the AZ because I don't know if he uh, is. yeah, because he got uh, Rule Five with uh, with uh,
1: Nationals now. So I'm yeah, not sure he, he's in but, Florida. He's in Florida. Yeah. He said so. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 crazy, man. A- Andy Young. He has to be one of the most yoked guys I think I've ever had on this pod. I don't know what He's, it is. Uh, he, He's he it. his arms are fucked. Like I even said it on the show. I was like, dude, your arms are the like, it is unhealthy how big your arms are. <laughs> like, dude, who's one guy that I maybe I don't know about, maybe a prospect or maybe like the listeners don't know about that is an absolute freakazoid in the weight room? Like just the, the strongest guy you've seen so far.
2: Um, I mean, I've I've met uh Madison Bumgarner. Uh when I met him, I'm like, holy fuck <laughs> I'm big I've never been small and especially when I played uh, back in the day like when I was a catcher I was in a pretty good shape I had a I was pretty chiseled like 225 230 um 6'2 like I'm I was lifting weights so I, was, I looked pretty good and I met Madison I'm like holy fuck he's a tower over me and he's like he's way bigger than what people think you can see like veins coming through I'm like my goodness what the fuck is going on you know but uh, yeah, uh, so Madison Bumgarner, massive. And I played with a lot of fucking
1: massive dudes. And,
2: and, again, some of those guys, you look at me like, holy fuck, what do you do with that? You know, like, I mean, we can't compete with that.
1: Like, so does Madison Bum? did he, obviously, I don't think he has a presence online. So he had no idea who you were or he knew who you were? Uh, he, he knew my name uh, just because, again, I
2: get, when you're in the system and also, like, I'm pretty easy to recognize, you know, like, yeah. I'm also loud. And, you know, like, so when I was in uh, Giants org, like, a lot of people knew who I was. Um, luckily, you know, whether that's a good, good thing or a bad thing, I don't know, but I mean, I think that I thing is a good thing. So even when I met like, uh, Buster Posey, he knew my name, fucking, um, Madison Brung he knew my name, Matt Cain, he knew my name. So those are really cool.
1: Yeah, no, it's insane. I mean, so at that facility you're at now, how does that work? Like, is that facility exclusively to like Rachel Luba clients or, cause I know Huffer's with Boris, right? So there's yeah, no, no, no way.
2: So it's not, it's not like just a Luba agency. It's more so professional athletes. That are invited only. Uh, so it's invites only. Uh, they don't, they don't care about having a bunch of jabronis in there. Basically, like a regular baseball facility to make money. They don't care about that. They care about getting the quality people in for the culture that fits a culture that's into training their asses off and also making content. They get those people in there, and uh, and then they give them all the resources as possible. Um, a lot of them get to train for free as well. But again, it's invite only. Um, so it's not like Oh, just because I'm a pro, like you can't just walk in and fucking start training. You just can't do
1: that. So. I and I'll say this for the people at the facility. I just want an invite so I can reject it because I live in Canada. Like, just <laughs> send me an invite just so I could be like, I I can make like a like a commitment video where it's like, right, all right, right, I I I want. I got the invite. Right, I'm just not like, coming. Nice. I'm, I'm too good. Yeah, for I'm just I'm <laughs> not coming, dude. Right, okay. it, it's absolutely bananas to like see where you've come from. I mean, so have you got a chance to like sit back and look back on it and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm hitting and throwing and working out with fucking Trevor Bauer. Like how have you, are you, it just been going so fast. You have no idea.
2: Uh, for me, like I actually trained with Trevor, uh, when I was at driveline, uh, well before. So for me, it's nothing, nothing serious. And even when I'm training with all the pros or whatever, um, it's nothing serious. Just uh, again, just because like, for me, like, like I don't care about that kind of stuff, you know, like I never really, um, grew up watching baseball so I don't care about like even like big leaguers I didn't care about them I I don't I don't care you know like so I don't care who you are let's just I just want to ball out with them have fun talk shit whatever and which is exactly what I do at the facility uh whether I'm washed up or not it doesn't matter I'm gonna fucking compete with you let's have fun talk shit and then make some content and that's what I do I'm good at making content and so it's it's been a blast
1: yeah and let's go into the baseball season obviously because I was we had a lot of debuts, humble brag here. I was just, I was, I probably went to like 15 Jays games. I actually had to go to a Jays game in a suit. One of the most uncomfortable fucking experiences of my life. I said, if the Jays beat the Yankees, I went to all those games. Uh, like the final stretch of the, I said, the Jays beat the Yankees. I'll go to tomorrow's game in a suit. Absolute fucking nightmare fuel. Do never go to a baseball game in a suit of all time, but let's go into the season, man. I mean, the game of baseball is adjusting and you have these fucking clown shows. And we talked about, this is how crazy it is. We talked about this when we had you on, like, episode 20, like, a long time ago. Yep. You have these clown shows, these old heads like Jeff Fry that continue to roast some of these practices that you guys do, some of the drills you guys do. I just want your input on what, like, these fucking guys on Twitter that played in the 1980s when they were throwing 86 that feel the need to chime in on shit, like, like uh, throwing into the net, like the crow hops that you do at Driveline or just right. some of the drills you guys do. Like, what, what, what – What's your reaction? Because obviously you can't answer all of them. So this is going to be, I'm going to clip this. This is for all the old heads right here. What do you have to say to the guys like fucking Jeffrey Fry or whatever his name is? Biggest clown show on the internet.
2: Yeah, for me, man, honestly, like for me, the biggest thing is adapt or die. You know, like if you're not going to adapt, then then you're dead. You know, like, so I don't give a fuck about you. You know, like, so for me, I still train to this day because I'd never want to be like, oh, I played baseball five, 10 years ago. And whatever I knew then is the answer because it's not, it's fucking not baseball is constantly evolving. The, the training part aspect of it is constantly evolving training. Even like, I, I'm sure you can attest it too. like from 10 years before, like, let's say your last day of training or last day of playing 10 years from then on, like it was, training was completely different. When I was in Juco, we we're doing P90X workouts, bro. Cause we didn't know anything else. <laughs> you know, like, see, I'm not even joking. We're all doing P90X like you know yoga or whatever or p90x like upper body whatever we're doing that shit because that's all we fucking knew but now i mean i'm training very uh baseball specific workouts that are within the needs of what i'm trying to do whether it's uh getting more powerful or gaining more speed or or you know like i'm using all these gadgets like um like a um it's called um uh, gym aware that, that 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 measures bar speed. Like whenever I'm moving the bar, like when I'm benching or squatting or whatever, it measures the bar speed, so I can track it and I can be better at it to to go for higher numbers, so I can get faster or vice versa. So there's just so many tools and, and gadgets now. For me, is before you shit on it and try it, try it yourself and do it. But a lot of these old jabronis they just don't refuse to do it just because they don't want to. Now that's your choice. That's fine. But for me, again. I'm, I'm gonna do me, and I think I think those jabronis are jabronis for a reason, and I don't give a fuck about it.
1: This is my thing, and like obviously he'll all he'll, like he'll always have the trump card over me or just over guys on Twitter. He'll say I did this in the show, I did that in the show. It's right, not right. that the thing that aggravates me is like because we have guys in the show like I guess like Forrest Whitley or Tucker Davidson, these guys that throw absolute fuzz that are doing these crow hop videos, and you always have these old heads on Twitter that are like. What is this gonna to do to help you? It's the right. people that like piss me off, like Jeff Fry, that aren't willing to learn why they do that. They aren't they, looking they to see. They don't
2: care. They don't. They, they don't. They don't. Exactly, you're right. They don't want to learn, and they don't care. Now they don't care, so I don't give a fuck about them either because they don't care. You know, like so. It's like to get like guys like Jeff Fry to understand what a pull down does for throwing. Like it, it, it's never gonna work you know what i'm saying so what is the fucking
1: point you know yeah fuck, you know like that's where i'm at that's not like the thing that's been really pissing me off is and obviously you have a you probably understand this too and it probably pisses you off is these is obviously right now we're in ballot season we're in the mlb ballot season the hall of fame yeah. ballot season where you have these fucking old white guys that think they're making a statement handing in these empty ballots yeah. I, why, why do the like my, the thing with me that really aggravates me is if you do a no vote at least like if you do a no vote you should just be you're done that's it yeah. there should be a next man up kind of mentality like what's your thought process when you see guys like Barry Bonds that aren't aren't getting voted and these guys are handing in empty ballots when there's multiple people that are that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame
2: it's fucking stupid now i've seen those uh, hall of fame ballots and again a lot of them are are good, whether they vote for uh, Barry Bonds or not. Of course, I'm pro Barry Bonds because I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame just because he's the best fucking player ever. No matter what he fucking did, he's the best fucking hitter the game has ever seen, you know? Like, so he should be on it now, that's another topic. But, and even if you vote for him or not, like, I mean, at least they have a reason. But when you put in a fucking empty ballot, like you just go fuck off, you know? Like, why are you doing this? Uh, Again, you're making it about about yourself. Rather so than the, the the guys that should be that's a, that's a precious vote like each vote or ballot means a lot it, it it's hall of fame or not for a lot of these guys right so now if you put an empty vote or empty a ballot like fuck you like what are you what are you doing what are you trying to prove you know like so you're just making it about yourself rather so than these guys that should be you know some of them definitely deserve to be in the hall of fame right so what are you doing
1: yeah so. and, and it's just and you know how like and they these baseball writers and one thing that really aggravates me is one of the baseball writers uh fuck i forgot his name an mlb network um he did a documentary on himself last year about (laughs) his fucking vote i don't know if you saw it it was one of the cringiest things i've ever seen in my life he made a documentary about his vote and he says he holds the weight of his world in the hands like these guys legitimately think like we should thank them for their service because they right. vote for the Hall of Fame. It's absolutely crazy. And then you have guys like Rob Manford just ruining the fucking league here, man. I mean, what, it, what, like, what, what have you heard like for, about why the the leagues in lockout? Because obviously you're with like Trevor Bauer and all those type of guys. Have they given you like a background look on like why the major leagues is in lockout? No, there's there's there's
2: nothing like that. Even the players don't know what the fuck's going on, really. Um, And when the
1: players openly
2: say on Twitter to figure it out or like, what the fuck is going on? Like they're, they're right. None of them know what the fuck is going on, you know? Like, so honestly, it's just whole thing's fucking stupid. It should, um, they should, they better fucking figure it out soon because if not, I mean, season's not gonna start on time. And then who knows, maybe there's has no season. So uh, it could really hurt the game of baseball just because from the last year of all the Shohei Otani and uh, Vlad uh, Jr. coming off a crazy year. Like uh, we just had some great things happen for baseball and to, to ruin it just because of the fucking lockout, that'd be fucking just just outrageous.
0: The best way to learn a language? Immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: It's insane. I mean, so what was your probably like, obviously, besides Otani last year? I mean, what was like the coolest thing you saw? I mean, was it just how dominating, like how dominant? A guy like Max Scherzer is at, at his age in Major League Baseball. Like, the guy's a fucking psychopath. But I mean, what yeah, would you I mean, say was, like, one thing that stood out to you last year?
2: A lot. But, I mean, for me, like, I, Shohei Otani doing 2A is by far the the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, because I still train as a both hitter and, and pitcher. It just I don't think people actually understand how incredible it is for a guy to throw 101 miles an hour on the mound and then put up good numbers as a pitcher, as a starter and then fucking hit, what, 46 jacks or whatever he hit? It's just stupid, dude, just stupid. Shohei Otani's by far putting up that number, putting on that year was is by far the most craziest thing. It's very underrated in my opinion. Like, I mean, he should have won all the fucking awards of, you know, best um, athlete of the year or whatever. Like, he should have crushed all of those. But, you know, of course, some of them went to LeBron James, which is fine. Of course, he's a stud, I get it. But I think Shohei Otani doing that was just incredible for baseball. <laughs> just made the game so much better and such a
1: high quality. Um, so yeah,
2: man. So for me, it's Shohei Otani,
1: uh, hands down. Yeah, dude. I mean, and maybe you can get your back, I can get your background on this. I think him and Mike Trout are going to be fucking out of there soon, man. Like that team is so goddamn <laughs> terrible. And I mean, you were talking about Joe Adele, that guy. I mean, that's a bright spot in the system. I believe he's with the angels, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, angels, yeah. yeah a that's a bright yeah. spot in the system for sure. But if you like, if you keep wasting Mike Trout's like ta- like talent and this guy never gets to play in the playoffs, man, I mean, as as baseball fans, we deserve better than yeah, just seeing yeah. Mike Trout play 162 and no playoffs. Same with yeah. Otani, right? I mean, right. what are you I, they have to like they have to like maybe request a trade down the future if it stays like this, man.
2: I don't know if that's if it works like it. just because uh, Mike Trout, I mean, signed a whole big yeah. deal or whatever. And so I'm not, I'm not sure how much how much of that's going to play. Um, Shohei, maybe, of course, just because I, I don't know when he's going to be a free agent, but he might, you know, within the what, whatever year. So, uh, it, it might be, but again, yeah, it, it it is what it is. I ideally, of course, they're in the playoffs. I want to see Mike Trout fucking hitting in, you know, like the CS or the DS, I mean, it'll be amazing to watch him ball out because he's already the fucking best player on earth. You know, like it'd be really exciting to watch that. Um, but again, you know, no one really knows it until the season starts, the season ends, you know? So. And, and,
1: and I have a take on this that maybe, I don't know, you could talk me out of it. And this, and this might be me being a little bit of a troll, but I legitimately think that Bryce Harper has passed Mike Trout in my mind, in my mm-hmm. mind, Mike Bryce Harper has passed Mike Trout, like the debate not over but what Mike Trout's been able to do, I think he just won his third MVP, maybe, second MVP. The year he had last year was absolutely fucking bananas. And yeah. obviously, the best best ability is availability. And Mike Trout's been injured a couple things, right? And I this could be just absolutely me being biased because Mike Trout didn't play last year and Bryce Harper did. But I think that debate is closer than people think. Or I think it's Bryce Harper, man. That guy is a freak, dude. I mean, Bryce is a stuff For me, I've...
2: Mike Trout is just now. Of course, he got hurt and everything, everything like that. But I mean, either way, I mean, you see his numbers, dude. He's been just consistent, the best hitter. You know, just just the best hitter consistently, um, just hitting well over three hundred, whatever three hundred, and fucking hitting tanks too. And then the, the, the defense he plays as well. Of course, Bryce Harper is great uh, defensively as well. Um, but I mean, just it's Mike Trout. Mike Trout, man. And for me, yeah. it's a, it's Mike Trout. It, it's still to this day, right right now. If I if someone's like, hey, who's the best player in the game? Shohei put a crazy number. Vlad Jr., of course, everyone great. Even the pitchers like DeGrom, everyone's great. But I think the best player on the planet right now will be Mike
1: Trout. One thing that's really stood out to me is completely off topic is, is when we went to JUCO, and this is crazy that I'm even saying it, like when I was there, that wasn't even remotely like the sexy option for people. And now it's like I, if I get like if I get offers from, let's just say, Neosho County, shout out my guy um, – it, it, it's ongoing juco like how crazy is that like have you gotten dms from like high school kids being like listen man like juco is now time. my first option over d1 just based yeah. off of like some of the shit that i see because it's not a bad rap when you and i went there my mom was like yep. what the fuck are you doing why are you going community college but yep. but now it's like i want to go community college like that's right. the thing
2: right yeah and again i get a fuckload of dms from kids and again I, I'm, I'm proud of it just because i'm changing the stigma of juco juco's like for for us it's like the last choice you know but now like kids choose to go to juco which i respect um and i, I appreciate of um and, and 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 then they they send me messages of course after and and just again it's, it's a collective effort it's not just me it's other fucking programs that, that are amazing that that's been producing quality fucking players and shit like that too and then uh you know, influencers or whatever, but I mean, for me, uh, it it just feels good just because, um, we're changing the game. We're changing the the JUCO, you know, the the mindset and then the stigma. Now kids, little, kids, literally send me DMs saying that they're gonna they're not gonna go to D one because they know they're not gonna play. Um, there's like a starter, or whatever. About oh, me, I'm go to JUCO. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a great fucking choice because if you go as a freshman, you get what twenty at bats if that, and then what do you well, you get? What you gotta play? What do you? So for me, I ask them a lot. is like, what do you play baseball for? Do you play baseball to go to a school? or do you play baseball to play baseball? Like, so I'm like, they're like, oh, well, I want to play baseball. I'm like, well, then why would you go somewhere you don't fucking play baseball, you know? Like, so I think I think that's a big thing uh, that kids are trying to um, uh, value now, right? They value the playing time. They value playing baseball, which is great. So going to Juco is a great, this great um, option and just take it.
1: For me, it was a no-brainer. Like, obviously... I- I was dog shit and I was just, I was a morale guy. I was a fucking guy that just got the boys going, packed the biggest dips, do the cowboy cocaine, then whole nine, whatever you name it. But Mm -hmm. that like, that was a no brainer for me. And Uh, it's cool now to see that like you have these big time prospects and you saw a Monday with the national championship game, Stetson Bennett, he went D one. He saw there was a starter there. He said, man, what the fuck am I going to do? Like how am I going to get better just playing on the practice squad here? I'm going to go Juco and then come back. Like that's a prime example of it. It, uh, The only way, and this is for the people listening, the only way if you're an 18 year old, you're going D one and you like actually like legitimately go D one you have to be like one of like these top prospect kids that like is going to get drafted in the top ten rounds. That's the right. only way you're going to like legitimately start as a freshman because there's other kids I've been there for like two, three years waiting for that spot. So it exactly. just makes more sense to go JUCO. But how crazy is it? Um, and we talked about last week with uh, Young Young-Z. Um, It's so crazy to me that as as the world evolves and as like these analytics change and all that kind of stuff juco just stays the same bro like you still have these pitch these these coaches making you fucking run perimeters oh, yeah. you still have these coaches making you do 5 a.m workouts they don't give a fuck about the analytics it's
2: crazy yeah, and again for me though like um like of course like I'm into like the training and stuff like that too but I mean for me, honestly, when you're 18, when you're a piece of shit, 18 year old, you need you need shit like that. you <laughs> fucking need shit. You need shit like that in your life. I'm not even joking. You Like you, you need someone to kick your ass. Right. So you go, oh, fuck. I just got kicked. I just got my ass kicked. Now I need to fucking bounce back or you fucking die. You know, like so I think it's really good that that, that now do I think it's beneficial? Like, is it beneficial for, you know, a jugo coach to like make. The juke jabronis run, I don't know, for fucking two hours and then make them throw up everywhere and they'll tramp up everywhere. No, it's dumb as fuck. But like just mental, mental side of things, you know, like just toughen up, man. Like I went through it and then you just go through it. Now, I'm not saying it's the right way, but I mean, honestly, like when you're 18, you need someone to kick your ass. And
1: that's a time
2: you learn to either you fucking bounce back or you fucking crumble.
1: Yeah. yeah and and Andrew Young told me about it last week at uh, with Neosho, show and that coach there he follows me on on Twitter and stuff that coach i've heard unbelievable stories about like this shit that you don't think about like i don't know if you l- listen to that clip i sent you last week where the kid threw his glove and that coach made him walk it or lunge walk a mile to the church drop the glove on the church steps to bless the glove and then lunge walk it back. Like, for that instance, uh, and by the way, his name's Steve Murray. But for that instance, it's like, listen, is that going to make him a better baseball player? No, but it teaches you accountability, which is like, in my mind, why Juco is so great. You fuck up, you're doing something that is outlandishly stupid, like blessing a glove at a church. Like, that's what makes Juco great. It teaches you accountability, and you don't have these, like, privileged D1 guys that never, ever, ever – do that shit, man. It's like, it, I love Juco, dude. Yeah, again, it's it a good, different uh, lifestyle, really, um, and then, like,
2: honestly, like, two years in Juco is the best two years of my life. I was in some bumfuck nowhere in Kansas, and uh, at those times, man, I will cherish that forever. I still talk to my Juco coach to to the Yeah, you step, were with and, him, right? He had, yeah, he actually uh, uh, came out and uh, visited a facility and everything like that, which was really cool, uh, but yeah, man, he's just uh, fucking just unbelievable experience, and I, I really think when kids go to JUCO, they learn a lot. So learn a lot more, Just not just in baseball. It's like life too. So,
1: Have you seen some of the Arizona JUCO kids? I mean, obviously you've been there. Those kids are just a whole nother beat. Like those guys would dominate like Northeastern, Eastern, USA, D1 schools.
2: Yeah. Dude, I mean, fucking I saw these. Um, so Central Arizona Junior College is uh, pretty close. And then I saw them at the Juco World Series. These motherfuckers ball the fuck out, man. There's some, they call themselves dirtbags, dude. And it's fucking amazing because they play like dirtbags. They all fucking ball out, dude. Like it's it's stupid talent. And people don't know, you know, a lot of those kids got drafted this past year, you know, like, so it's it's unbelievable talent. Very, again, underrated. Um, But when you actually go to Juco, you'll see. Go to Juco and tell me. Like, I guarantee you, like, dude, like that was a fucking experience and a half. You know what I'm saying? So.
1: Dude, so that's actually crazy you mentioned Central Arizona because when I when I was in high school, we used to do this like fall trip where we'd go to the Arizona and we play like the Arizona Jucos. That was that one school that I played against where I was like, I am fucking cat shit at the game of baseball. Like I was facing these kids, and I'm like, these kids are like two years older than me, and these kids are throwing like 96, and they're just they have like 110 eggs of velo. Like central Arizona, and one thing when you talk about the like the mentally like pushing you and shit. This school is in the middle of a fucking desert. Like there is nothing around it. Like the dorms are beside the field, I believe. And it's on a mountain. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. it's, it's crazy what these kids go through. And I've heard fuck stories about shit. They do there too, man. Like it's the Arizona JUCOs are, I wish I honestly, if NCAA had any, any fucking integrity, what they would do is they would do a all-star JUCO team versus like not like maybe a conference like i'm talking all juco all-star yeah. juco team against like a let's just say a big 10 conference all-star yeah, 100%, team 100%. and you put the oh, fucking oh. balls on the table and oh. you oh. prove to these guys why d1 hypothetically should be better than juco i mean i don't think they would do it because they get fucking embarrassed they really would 100 yeah. percent
2: yeah no honestly i mean Again, JUCO is very underrated, but again, it's it's changing now because um, again, people are changing the the perceptions of it just because they see a little more now. They're like, oh fuck, these JUCO schools are fucking amazing. I went to a JUCO World Series this past year, and then um, the fucking I saw pitchers throwing ninety seven, like ninety seven, like fucking like fuck you, like you're not better than these guys. I mean you're not that good, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: so,
2: again, very underrated. Um, And and then uh, again, we're going to keep uh, blasting Juco out and hopefully uh, it, gets, it gets a better uh, name for themselves.
1: What, what was that field, man, like uh, in Grand Junction? Like I know a D2 team plays there, Colorado Mesa, I believe is the name yes, of the team that actually right. plays out of there. Credit right. to me. What a fucking genius. But what's <laughs> that field like, man? I heard that field is absolutely sick.
2: Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. Now the, the Juco World Series, I believe, is on a different field. Because um, I, I remember taking, I took BP at the Colorado Mesa's field, and then that was like a pre-game. Uh, I actually got to hit with a couple of schools there, um, uh, like Cali County, uh, which is from Jayhawk League. Oh, what a team! Uh, they're, they're they're a great fucking squad. They're all about it. The boys are fucking awesome. And I got to hit with them and stuff like that um, on the field. And then we hit at a Colorado Mesa's uh, field, fucking amazing. Uh, we also got I also got to hit with uh, uh, Wabash Valley.
1: Oh my God, that um, team is fucked
2: oh no wall, wall state
1: wall state sorry wall State. oh wabash valley is a nasty school too though holy yeah. shit they're,
2: they're all again they are fucking unbelievable like McLennan. I, I got to see them they're fucking nasty like it, they won the net they won the net it was, it was ridiculous and again I, it's just unbelievable experience and again very underrated competition is fucking great um it just yeah it just ridiculous
1: are you making a comeback, Because I saw a team hit you up about maybe indie ball here. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna sign a one day <laughs> no, yeah, contract?
2: It was more for for content. Uh, the the indie ball team want to want me to uh come out and then do like home run derby with them and shit. I actually have a couple of uh, pro teams I reached out. They want to do some content and also Savannah Bananas. I think uh, it's a yeah. college football team. They also uh were in the talks right now to see uh what well, we can do some fun stuff there as well. So yeah, got some fun things planned. But right now, number one is uh get my kid out um which is uh late january so it's popping up pretty soon so just handle that and then uh enjoy the life and then uh keep doing my content shit and then after you know i'll start traveling and then um feeling some more dope shit
1: and dude the craziest thing is it's like i'm fired up for like your kid to realize at like the age of four or five it's like my dad is like he throws 95 and he just fucking crushes pre-workout and just fucking <laughs> power lifts like I, i'm fired up for him to realize like at what i am wondering what age because i always ask this the big leaders like at what age the kids realize like listen my dad's not like the other kids but yeah. it's i mean are how are you gonna are have you already started thinking like how you're gonna have to plan around this because having a kid is like fucking christ man like that's your whole life right there
2: yeah. No, I'm honestly like, I'm more excited than anything. Uh, I, I talked to my wife about it. We're ready. We're ready for it. I'm fucking 33 now. I'm trying, you know, like I'm not fucking a kid no more, you know, so it's time to pop a kid out fucking uh, it's going to be a girl. So I need to learn some kind of, you know, girl baseball or some, some sort of like softball. But I mean, nowadays, I mean, girls play baseball. I've, I've seen plenty of girls that actually play baseball and they're good at it. There's a, there's a girl that went viral recently from Australia yeah. Um, she, like she throws gas like lefty and then she gets guys out and she's pitching in a professional league over there and she's 17, you know, like, so um, it's incredible. So we'll see, you know, but I mean, I'm, I don't care what she chooses to do, whatever she does, I'm going to respect, but I mean, she's going to be around, of course, baseball, because that's what I love to do. Um, So we'll see, we'll see what she wants to do. But I mean, for me, um,
1: baseball is life and then we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, man. I mean, no, that's crazy. I mean, it's actually crazy that I, even though like our friendship obviously like i had you on when this episode like when our logo was fucking black and white it was joe madden yelling at an umpire like it was a sick concept of a logo but what a (laughs) fucking nightmare of a logo that was i mean you couldn't see shit it looked like it was made in like the 1920s but just crazy to look back on it man but so you're, you're on your way to 95, you said, right? Is that is that the next goal? Um,
2: yeah, it, it is the goal. Again, right now, content creating is my number one job, and I enjoy doing it. And so, so before, when I was doing a prison training and stuff like that, when I did 95 or die challenge, train, that's all I had to do was train. I just trained. I worked and trained. Just all I did was train, train, train. But right now, it's a little bit different, even though I'm still training hard. And of course, I'm doing all that. But my focus is not let's throw like 95 or 100 for me right now it's like oh shit i got i literally have a million things to do a day like i'm collabing like today like i went to a driveline in arizona i caught like javi guerra which is a big leaguer um so i caught him in live abs i caught a another uh, pro guy and then i also uh went straight to the facility shot a bunch of content and just linked up and we have a professional uh nfl free agent kicker right now at the facility so i'm linking up with him tomorrow so like lots of planning lots of uh, content stuff and that's my number one job and i enjoy doing it so that's my number one job but either way regardless um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to throw as hard as possible because i enjoy throwing period um so yeah hopefully i can uh, touch five this year again it would be great if not again i'm gonna see how far i can take it
1: yeah Naughty, no, that's fucking awesome so last thing i want to bring up is i mean just for the people i mean what what is just what are upcoming projects you have that you're like really fired up about? Like something like, let's say in like two or three weeks that the people are going to be fucking absolutely just juiced for. Like, what's a couple things that you're fired up about here?
2: Um, I we have a, So live ABs right now, we are starting again. Uh, we recently filmed an episode. It went out doing well. Uh, but live ABs is always good because you get to compete and um, competing with all the pro guys. It's fun as fuck. We're going to get more pitchers, more hitters because uh, there are more pitchers getting ready now. Um, and, and especially with a lockout, man, because there's no baseball. I mean, there could be no baseball for a while, you know, like so when that's happening. Uh, we're going to try to give you the, the best, best baseball content and fucking get all the pro guys in here, fucking throw, hit, compete, tuck shit, fucking whatever. We're going to hand out prizes. Someone's going to do fucking, you know, those, a wheel of, uh, unfortunate, you would call it a fucking, just like a bunch of fucking, you know, the, the challenges that we have to do and stuff like that. So that'd be really cool. Um uh, so live ABs for sure. Cause I've, I love competing that part of it and it's closest to baseball we can get. Um, uh, so that'd be exciting. And then also, yeah, I got a lot of different projects planned. Um, like, gas for cash. I'm going to do more of that. I'm going to try to go to U of A this time uh, because I've been to the ACU and everything. It's unbelievable turnout. And then I'll uh, do more of that stuff. And just, yeah, just fun shit. And just, I get to fuck around for a living. It's f- amazing. It's
1: great. And it's, it's it's great. And you got to fucking let Stephen Scotch know. I mean, I I think that's how you pronounce his last name. For- Steven Shock. Stephen Shock. This guy was supposed to be on the show fucking three weeks ago. I mean, I and we've had guys that throw fucking no hitters. We've had M O B All Stars. We had Adam Frazier. We had all this shit. Yeah. This guy is like fucking trying to get in contact with the goddamn president of the United States. I mean, he gives me his number, we're texting, and then I'm like, Are you hopping on this week? And then I hit him up again. I feel like a fucking desperate schoolgirl trying to <laughs> wheel this fucking guy. I was like, dude, we got I was like, we got Sim coming on this week. Us yeah, three yeah. might break the internet if we if right, we right. all got in together and i don't right. know what's going on but anyways let's fucking wake up here like what are we saying but <laughs> sim man it's uh i always say this man it's like it's like watching my fucking 33 year old son just turn into an absolute fucking superstar you just love to see it i'm fired up for you man it's it's cool to see your progress and listen people you keep fucking buying that johnny Junta to stock because i'm gonna fucking be there sooner than later we'll see i mean i'm 23 I'm 24 old. sorry and i'm just grinding you, my young? fucking my baby story, meat man. off I'm grinding yeah, my man. baby dick off for this shit, and I'm not fucking stopping until this shit's on the moon. But that's Sim, keep doing cool. your shit, man. Keep grinding, Appreciate brother. It. And I'm fired up to see it, dude. It's all—it's honestly incredible to see. It really is.
2: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show. And then again, all you guys listening, uh, just make sure to follow them along. Fucking uh, again, it would be cool too if we do another one next year or whatever. You know that'd be fun. You know, if I could do another week, and then who knows? Maybe, maybe you know, we're both on a different boat. Who knows, right? So like, that's a cool thing about it is um just our relationship or whatever and again anytime you want me on the show let me know And then um yeah man fucking uh just keep doing your thing fucking whatever it is and you enjoy doing this so i can tell like you're excited to like you know you have so many like things that you want to talk about like that's great you know that's your passion that's the same as me making content right so just keep doing your thing man and then uh fucking you'll get there let's do yeah go,
1: we'll see all right let's fucking ride boys all right so thank